Well, we want to welcome everybody back to part two of today's podcast. Um, Again, so much information that we couldn't fit it all in on one. um, So we broke it into two parts. Uh, For those of you I haven't met, my name is Jeff Harris, County Superintendent of Schools, also Superintendent for Del Norte County Unified School District. Joining us today to continue the conversation is Ryan Botten, our Director of Instructional Technology, and Tom Kissinger, the Assistant Superintendent for Student Services. So welcome back, gentlemen. Happy to be here still. (laughs) <laughs> it's nice to be here. I'm actually calling in by phone. Yeah, well, and you know what? In in the in the short break that we had, we were able to uh, beef the phone service up a little bit. So I want to give a shout out to Michael Hawkins, who was able to help kind of make that work, and Ryan Botten, who had set up some other tools in the background for our staff to be able to communicate over this uh, COVID-19 uh, facility shutdown piece that allowed Tom to come in much, much more clear than he has before. So, you know, Tom, clarity is always a good thing, right? Yep, of course. <laughs> All right. So, you know, let, let's kind of kick it back off. Uh, just a recap. We had talked a little bit earlier uh, about what happened at the school board meeting uh, on July 9th and just talking about the fact that we were going to um, not have a decision on what the blended learning model might be until a little bit later next week. Um, We also talked a little bit about the difference between distance learning and what happened during the school closure that was really crisis learning. And then we had kind of, I think, wrapped up a discussion on blended learning and the importance of blended learning. Um, And then the one thing we had also talked about, too, was the importance of understanding the fluidity of what school may look like at any given point next year. Um, you know, we, we do have a phases of school functioning or school reopening or whatever we want to call it, um, that mirrors the state resilience roadmap. And so right now where the state is in stage three, we would assume that we would be in phase three, which is that blended learning model. And, um, that's going to kind of be that combination of in-person and online learning. So, just kind of recalling what we talked about a little bit earlier, was there anything else, Ryan or Tom, that you wanted to add to that conversation? No, I think we're good to continue. Okay, so let's just talk briefly um, about the fourth stage. And that is the stage in which the stay-at-home orders rescinded from the governor, that the county goes back to normal, and school goes back to normal. So, um I don't know if you have both been been hearing or been researching what it looks like in other counties, but have you heard of other districts or counties that are going back to full reopening in August? So um, from what I've heard is there are some districts in Humboldt County that have been discussing the possibility or planning for going back to full student enrollment, but I haven't heard any completely confirmed. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Kind of some some rumors here and there, I guess. Some some chatter on message boards in the tech world on, you know, what are we going to do? Everybody's asking the same question. But as far as I know, nobody has made that hard decision, at least in California. Um, I heard this morning on the way in that Florida says for sure, but I think that's a, that's a different situation um, over on that coast. The other thing that I had heard is in New York City, that they would be op- they would be operating a blending model and that's pretty much you know what i hear on the news and you know as i've been reaching out to other district and county superintendents around the state what we're hearing is again i think it's a full spectrum we're hearing some counties where the county health officer is saying 
given current guidance, you can go back 100%, but you have to follow some of these things, hand washing, um, distancing as much as possible, those kinds of things. But then there are other health officers who are saying, absolutely not, we can't start school. And so we've got some counties, um, I've heard Orange County and I think Contra Costa or, or somewhere in the Bay Area, they're talking about not coming back at all, basically staying in a, in a stage one um, or a phase one full distance learning model as a county. So I think that that continuum or that spectrum of what schools are going to look like is going to be very all over the map over the over the next 12 months. And um you know, the other interesting thing is, too, public health officers have been able to apply for variances from state orders. And um, some of those counties that applied for those variances to allow for a full reopening of a school or or salons or whatever it is, as COVID cases are rising and as hospitalizations are increasing, they're actually eliminating that variance from those counties and putting them on a watch list. So they're not able to. Uh, so basically, they're going into more restrictive conditions. Yeah, and I think it's important to remember, even even at that phase four stage, even you know, if the governor ends a stay at home and we come back, that's you know, full return. That that's still going to have you know, preventative measures. You know, hand washing, mm-hmm. maybe you know, different recesses, modified lunch schedules. I mean, it, it may not be. And I think we could probably say with some level of confidence, it won't be exactly the same as it was, you know, pre-COVID. There still is going to be some other measures in place, even at that full return, that are going to be non-standard. And Ryan, I would expect that to be the case for the distant future for a while. Well, and that's what I was going to say too, Tom, was I think what we're going to see is we're going to see probably, well, I don't want to say probably, I think there's the potential for this being the way that the the country and states and counties deal with epidemics and pandemics um, in the future. Because once we know how government works, once there's a structure, it's easy to fall back on that structure instead of creating something new. Right. Absolutely. So, um, of course. I think I would just just expect that we're going to see more of this. So even if it's not COVID, it may happen if we have a bad flu season. It may happen if we have an outbreak of something else in the future. Jeff, I would say that that's all the more reason to make sure we have a a really good investment in a learning management system so that when these things happen, we're prepared. You're a man after my own heart, uh, Mr. Kissinger. Thank you. Oh, for thank saying you that. so much, Ryan. I, I, it I makes f- me feel good. There's a, there's a few of us. <laughs> there's a lot of us. I think uh, I'll, I will. I will. Uh, Miss Ray Faring, uh, principal at Mountain, and our director of innovations and special projects is uh, a huge proponent, and and I'm on the same page with her. I think I think there's a lot of us that really see that. Um, yeah, we don't maybe know it 100% right now today. We don't know Canvas 100% today, but but that LMS tool is such a going to be such a crucial component for us moving forward. So and, and again, just I think as we as we talk and and we we are really transparent and honest with the community, we haven't we haven't gone wholesale on any LMS tool yet. Um, we have a lot of teachers that have said, "Hey, I really would like to give this a shot." And so um, we are looking at a pilot of teachers, but as we move forward, 
um, we'll be having more conversations because if these are requirements that are being placed on us by the state, um, we're going to have to figure out some sort of methodology that works in 100% attendance and works in 100% distance learning. Um, so anyway, so as, as we uh, kind of continue the conversation, um, we've, we've worked our way through what does it look like in phase one distance learning, phase two distance learning with small small cohort groups, phase three, blended learning, and phase four, 100% return. Again, like Ryan was saying, we know that we're probably going to get to a phase four, but that phase four ultimately will include some preventative measures. And at any point during the year, we could go from a phase four to a phase one, a phase two to a phase three, back to a phase two. I mean, so it's going to be very, very, very fluid as we go through. And again, I'm going to encourage anybody who'd like to see what that really looks like to go to our website, www.dnusd.org. And those phases of openings will be there. Um, yeah, the graphic. The graphic, exactly. Um, but, you know, let's talk about what's next. So there's a lot of talk. And for a month, we've been saying we're, we're figuring it out. We're, we're hearing different guidance. Um, knowing that there's a board meeting on Tuesday, we were hoping that we would get direction last night to say, yes, go with this blended learning model and full steam ahead. Let's figure out how to make that work. What do you guys think is going to be the next step? Well, I, I th one of the things that I think is important is that we were able to make a decision um, fairly soon. So I'm, it, I'm hopeful that after Tuesday's meeting, we will have the direction to move forward a particular blended learning model, because once we have that, we can put all the pieces together and then we can plan for if we have to transition back to the other phases. So my hope is that on Tuesday, we will have that direction and we'll begin to make our plan. Yeah. And I'll, I'll second that. I think we're ready to, to make that plan. I mean, it's an all hands on deck um, with the right people in the right rooms to, to, to build that plan out within that, the model choice. Um, I will say that there is, you know, there are state requirements that we actually have an official learning continuity and attendance plan. We'll, we'll, every district in the state will be receiving a template for that plan, I, I think, was it August 1st, Jeff, um, supposedly? By, by AB 77, the um, state superintendent is, and the, and the uh, state board of ed, director of the state board of education, are supposed to have a plan ready by August 1st that will go out to school districts. Um, that plan has to be uh, – has to have the correct input from different uh, stakeholder groups, parents, staff – um, admin, kind of like our traditional LCAP. And for those of you, for those of you who caught that, that learning continuity and attendance plan, those, that acronym is still LCAP. So, um, we are Which, not, by the way, drives me nuts. I, I know, I know because we still have to do a, a regular LCAP, but that one's not due until December, but this LCAP is due in by the end of September. So, um, this, this particular LCAP, I LCAP two, I don't know. Anyway, um, we'll be, we'll be, uh, the, the template we'll have 1st of August, they'll do some trainings mid-August. We'll have to get that template put together. It's got to go through a public hearing, be approved by the board, and submitted to the state by September 30. So um, when we talk about timelines on figuring out where we are and what we're doing, um, I was kind of roughing it out this morning. Um, we've only got about, what, Ryan, 35 school? 
35 weekdays, work days, um, to kind of rewrite the entire educational plan? Yeah, I don't want to. Uh, I think it's actually 30. Um, I'm, I'm looking at the calendar <laughs> and, uh, you know, summers always seem short and this one seems excessively short. We're, we're six weeks away. Uh, from August 24th. From the first day of school. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, and, and I think that's why it's so critical to 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 kind of get nailed down where we are. Because, again, I, I think it would be really simple for many of us to sit down and talk about what does full distance learning look like? What does distance learning with cohorts look like? What does a full reopening look like? The reality is, though, given where we are right now, I don't think in the phases or in the stages of reopening, that's where we are. I think we're in the blended learning phase of reopening, and that's what we don't know is what what is that specifically going to look like, and we hope to have that answered on Tuesday. And again, once once we have that answer, we can jump in and 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 take advantage of this this small, very small window of time before that you know, August 1st, when we see a template for the, the, the LCAP part due or whatever we're going to call it, um, part two, part two. <laughs> uh, but yeah, again, you know, Tuesday decision on model move forward with planning. Yeah. And that's, and that's really what I'm hoping for, for folks who don't know. Um, and I, I think sometimes even people internally in our district don't think about it. Um, we're actually the size of a small community of a small town, um, we've got about um, 4,000 students, give or take. We have about 700 employees and families. Um, we are, our students are, you know, while they're the focus of what goes on, there's also the entire um, organizational model that goes on in order to support the student learning. And along with our teachers, we have 12 different departments that support various aspects of what our, our students get to um, participate in, get partake in, um, and get support from, whether that is nutrition service, transportation service, uh, maintenance and operations, early childhood education, special education, technology, um, our business services that, that run, you know, that, that pay the bills and, you know, process payroll we've got 12 different departments that are going to have to pivot very quickly to develop plans that meet the needs of whatever model is selected next week. So like Ryan said, it's going to be all hands on deck, I think at that point. And the, and the added bonus that we get to do it in the summer. (laughs) But you know, one of the things that's helped us in the summer is that there is a little bit more time to work on these things and, you know, and really pay close attention to the details. I think the thing that we lose in the summer is the ability to connect with other staff as much as we'd like to, to make sure that everybody is looped in and understands what we're working on. Oh, absolutely. And, and, you know, while we're talking about the challenges too, uh, and I think that there are many and they are great and they are definitely there. The other thing that I don't want to lose sight of is this is a real opportunity to rethink education. Um, We know kids still need to be able to read, write, do math, engage in science, engage in uh, physical education and health, engage in visual and performing arts, Um, history. It's all of those things. I don't think the core... um, 
component of education is changing, but how we deliver education and how we utilize the tools that are currently available in the 21st century is has changed, I think. And this gives us that opportunity to really sit back and critically think about how that's going to change. We are building the airplane while it's flying, but we may get to build the airplane that best meets our needs for the next, you know, few decades. Yeah, absolutely. And as the director of technology here, you know, obviously I have a a little partial to technology, but I want everybody to understand that it's the blending of technology with the effective, you know, educational resources that's going to be really key here. And and we're ready to support that. Absolutely. So. And, you know, Ryan, the other thing I would say is our teachers and our classified staff are ready and willing to do the work that they need to do. And um, we, 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 we having these discussions with them and I really feel that they're, they're they're so critical to the success of this and i really feel a willingness for from them to jump in and 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 be helpful absolutely i i hear from them all the time um i a lot of them are my personal friends and um we talk it's 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 the only subject of conversation here at the district office and within my department and when we're out at school sites working this summer already you know, everybody we see we know what's going on we're ready to help um, we're ready to jump in just just give us that give us that thing to aim for and we'll find that solution and i think we heard that at the board meeting last night too from oh, yeah. from the members of the public and the and the, the staff that were joining so yeah and you know it's that it goes back to that thing is I said earlier, we had 700 employees, which means we have 700 experts. And whether that is an expert in what happens in a particular space at any given time, uh, whether you're a custodian or a teacher or an instructional assistant or um, the director of technology, um, everybody knows what it is they do, what needs to be done and what could be done better. And I think we're in that really unique place to say, what can we do better to move our schools and our district forward? Um, we've made a lot of really good growth over the past five years in many, many things, but what is that next step? And so I think that we're, we're poised to, to do that. Um, so again, these, these conversations, uh, we were, we were kind of joking prior to, uh, kind of going live on the podcast that all of these topics could be their own podcasts, uh, just simply because there's so much information, but, um, we, we are hoping, number one, that on Tuesday, July 14th, we have a direction that we can move in. Between the 14th and mid-August, we're able to put the entire plan together. Um, and as we develop those plans, as we put those um, documents together, we will be getting those out to the community. We'll be posting those for people to be able to see. Um, and... Our goal is to have the best start to the school year on August 24th that we possibly can um, and have everybody as ready to go as we possibly can. So, guys, we are kind of at the end of our time. It's amazing how fast these things go. Um, Any final thoughts that you that you'd like to leave folks with today? I'll just add that that we're ready. I mean, again, we're ready and we're ready to be communicative and and have this plan developed and shared out. And uh, 
um, again, uh, really, really excited. It's, it's a, I'll just reiterate what Jeff said a few times. It's a very challenging and interesting time. A lot of it's in flux, but the opportunity we have here is huge to really build out what education looks like moving forward. So it's a, it's an exciting time. Yeah, I would echo that, Ryan. I really feel that this is an exciting time. And I'm really looking forward to addressing these challenges. And I'm kind of anticipating a good meeting on Tuesday and having some direction to move forward after that. So again, for updates, feel free to go to www.dnusd.org. The, that's where we'll be posting most of our information. You can also go to www.dnusd.org slash COVID. Uh, we'll have additional information there. Um, we'll have more information um, after next Tuesday's board meeting. Make sure that you join us for our regular Monday updates. Uh, and our goal would be to um, get information out to our community, our, our staff, as soon as we possibly can. Um, I just do want to let everybody know that next week we are expecting new guidance from the state um, because things have changed. I know Ryan's shaking his head here. <laughs> Eternally new guidance. Eternally new guidance. And so if we get any new guidance at that point, we'll also be sharing that as well. So um, we want to thank everybody for joining us today. Uh, thank you for uh, taking your time to listen to this podcast. Ryan, Tom, thanks for taking time out of a day. I know that... Uh, uh, summer is the one time that we can kind of be with our families too. And, and I want to take, thank you for, uh, taking some time to do, to do this today. No, I thank appreciate you both. It. So anyway, we want to thank everybody again. So, um, have a safe summer and, uh, we'll talk to you soon.